You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Welcome back to Conversations from Away. I'm your host, Kristen Toy Johnson. One of the things I love most about being part of Come From Away is that since day one, our families, no matter how big or how small, have always been welcomed at every event, no matter how big or how small. And since the tour has relaunched, we've been lucky enough to have two infants and one four-and-a-half-year-old join us. So today, we're going to get to talk with their mamas, their mamas from away. <laughs> Would you please introduce yourselves to our listeners, Danielle? Hello, my name is Danielle K. Thomas. That is my equity professional name. I am actually Mrs. Danielle Banks. That also happened while on tour, might I add. And and since the time of the beginning of tour, I was married, and my husband and I welcomed our son, Charles Hill Banks, who is now joining us on the tour. He is seven months, going on eight months on the third. He will be eight months, and my husband and my baby boy has joined me on tour. And Danielle, you play Hannah. I play Hannah and others. Yes, I do. (laughs) Thank you. I I actually, you know, it was actually really hard for me. I came back a little bit after um, from my maternity leave and I like had a knot in my throat every time I had to sing about my son because it, it just hit differently. Um, And so every night I think about it and it's funny, Marika, um, she, when she has a moment in the show and she said, Charles, I think Charles Hill, that's my son's name, <laughs> on the, every day in the show, but yeah. So now I play Hannah, and she talks about her son as well. Thank you. Marika. I'm Marika, and I play Beverly, and I am on tour with my four, she's actually nearly five, and um, I also have a 17-year-old deaf-blind dementia dog with me on tour, and I occasionally have my mother and or my husband flies in every other weekend. Thank you, Sharon. Hi, guys. My name is Sharon Steig. Uh, I play Bonnie and others on the tour, and I am on tour with my husband, Joe, and our 10-month son, Zev. Um, yeah, we had him during the pandemic shutdown. Happened to be good timing. And we came back on tour when he was like three and a half months old. Welcome. Thank you so much for taking time today to talk to me. Uh, you know, you are you are all superhumans. I don't know really how you do it. You take care of your families. You do eight shows a week. We, we travel often on our days off. And I'd love to start with knowing um, how do you balance it all? Who wants to start? Anybody can start. My answer is, is that a trick question? Because I don't feel like I really am balancing (laughs) anything. I mean, I know that I'm I'm alive and my kid is alive and I'm still married. So every day, that's a win. (laughs) But honestly, you just take it. People say a day at a time, but with a kid, like it's really like hours at a time. And like you try to, I do try to make as many plans as I can possibly. But, you know, with a kid, they can change, you know, what's going on. But you try to be as prepared as possible. Traveling days, I try to pack up our bags as much as you can. Because, again, you need access to so many things 
to the very last moment and be prepared to travel. My kids were really good so far on the planes. We were going to first drive the tour, but he didn't really like his car seat. So now we get on the company flights, but our company is so amazing. Like crew member, cast members, literally the last city, our um, head of um, sound was like, give me that baby. Just randomly came over, took my kid and was like passing around from people to people. I sat next to Jamie, our, um, our COVID, um, aid and she held him and so we were all on the plane together he stayed with her like this company has been so amazing and so welcoming of my family so i've been really lucky um but it's it's an hour at a time literally every day <laughs> for me yeah you know when we first started um my husband and i were kind of like the first couple months just like kind of just like winging every day and just trying to get through the day. And we realized like neither of us had time to ourselves. And my husband also works remotely and he never found time to work for himself. So we were like, okay, we need to like come up with a schedule because we're kind of going a little like crazy, just winging it every day. Um, because, you know, we're, we're changing cities every week. So we're not going to like find a babysitter, a new babysitter in every week. That's kind of crazy, you know? So we, my husband actually kind of came up with this schedule where we like switch off every two and a half hours. Um, and the other person, when it's not their time taking care of the baby, it's like they can do whatever they want. They can go work out. They can go work. They can take a shower. They can make food, whatever they need to do. But they can like guilt-free take that time. And this way we kind of both know like, okay, tomorrow I have from 10 to 1230. And then you have from 1230 to, you know, extra, et cetera, et cetera. So like making a schedule like and sticking to it to the minute has actually really helped us uh, try to find some sort of balance and sanity. <laughs> Ricky, what do you, what do you, Me? yes. What do you want to say? <laughs> well, I don't have a Joe. Uh, I love that idea, Sharon. That's genius. Um, I'm essentially single parenting. And then I have my elderly mom with me who just does the nights and puts her to bed. And I also have to do speech therapy and OT and homeschooling and stuff. So um, I've just found that this time around, I'm just laser focused on two things in my life and everything else just sort of takes a back seat. And those two things are filling my daughter's cup and doing a good job for an hour and 42 minutes in the show. And they're my two priorities in life. And unfortunately, that means that I don't get any time to myself. Like even just getting this hour to do this podcast was Herculean for me. Um, but that's okay because the two things I'm really laser focused on at the moment are the two things I love more than anything. So it's okay. This chapter's like that. And I'm really enjoying that. But it just means like I don't have any time to do admin or like look at housing or answer emails or call back friends or like, you know, have a skincare routine, like anything like that is just that's that's the stuff when you're, you know, finding the balance that has it just I've it's just been a real prioritized kind of chapter of life, I guess. Yeah, I wanted to go back to the idea of travel days because, Danielle, you you started talking about that. Um, and our travel days are different. Some of you drive the tour. Some of you take uh, company flights or occasionally there's a bus ride if it's a short distance. Um Sharon, you've been driving since the beginning, I think, right, with Joe and, and Zev. Uh, what is, what is, how has that been for you? What is the typical um, best case scenario of a travel day in the car? <laughs> it's so funny cause, that you asked that because me and my husband Joe, like every Sunday night, the night before we travel, we're like, okay, 
we like talk about it as if like this is how it's going to be great tomorrow and this is how it's going to be different <laughs> and it's like we literally have the same conversation every sunday optimism um, right totally <laughs> but we have had a couple of them that have gone really smoothly um basically we try to like pack up everything Sunday in between shows because we should have two shows Sunday right so we try to like zip every suitcase except for the things that we're still using that night and the next morning and we try to load it into the car before the Sunday Sunday evening show which doesn't always happen but that's the goal and then Sunday night we put away some more things into the car so that Monday morning we just literally like wake up feed him and get on the road and um, I'm still breastfeeding, so we have to stop, like, every three and a half hours to feed him, which, like, because you can't, like, breastfeed while you're driving because then he wouldn't be in a car seat and that wouldn't be safe, you know? So um, so we have to stop pretty frequently. So, you know, even if it's, like, let's say a five-hour drive to the next city, it really winds up becoming, like, a seven-hour drive because you, like, feed him, you change him, and then you put him, then you keep going. Um, so we've also learned that, like, the base seven hours is kind of the most we can do in the car with him before he gets like too crazy. And cause it really is like a nine hour drive and then we wouldn't be able to get to the next city before bedtime. So if it's much longer than that, then we'll, what I've been doing is flying with another cast member who's helped me on the flight. And then Joe just drives and he can stop way less frequently um, when he's not with us. So we've mostly been driving, but when it's a really, really long, like, you know, 16 hour drive or something, then I'll fly it with a company member, usually Julia, who helps me, who's wonderful. Um, but yeah, the ideal situation is like really trying to get out the door as soon as possible in the morning, because if we like feed him, let's say at eight, and then it takes us like two hours to leave, then we have to stop like an hour and a half after we've already started to feed him, right? So we're trying to like leave by like 8.30, 8.45 so we can like get a good chunk of driving in before we have to stop. Um, but I will say, even though it's been manageable and we've been doing it, we've had a lot of travel days where I've been in tears, we've been in fights. Um, but luckily, like Zev's like super chill, he's happy, he's fine. It's really just us like stressing out and you know, poop explosions in the car seat and all that fun stuff. But, uh, but you know, this last travel day was really long, but things went smoothly, so that's good. Danielle, you're also traveling, obviously, with a small, uh, a small infant. And so um, you are mostly traveling on company flights, though, right? Yes, for the most part. We started out driving and we did a few drives and we realized the same thing yeah we were stopping way too much and my kid really doesn't like the car seat so we were like this is really not working um because you do you have to stop every time he wants to eat and then you have to change him and it was really hard figuring out how to change him in the car too with all our stuff in the car so we decided to take the plane and we too um try to pack up because you know we have to get our trunks all packed which kind of makes it sad because we don't have like the bouncy chair or the chair that we had to like convert you know we don't have that so like the last day makes it really hard like we have like before when he wasn't crawling you just put him on the bed but now you are like we put this baby because he's gonna go everywhere we try to get as set up as possible um without all of our things because we pack our trunks um technically sunday for the baby trunks but for me traveling with my husband i split things up 
for the baby in both trunks so we lose things sometimes um but we try to get up as early as possible daddy um we kind of have a system like Sharon it's not as strict as like the two and a half hours but like daddy does packing up he, he'll head down and like pack up we have a lot of things he packs all of our stuff and and gets ready for the uber the xl that we have all by ourselves because no one can join us we can barely join ourselves for xl with the <laughs> stroller and the car seat oh my goodness so we pack the trunk and we have a system that he's always figuring out okay you just take these two bags you check in. I'm going to grab all the other stuff. We decided that curbside is usually the best way for us to check in as well. And we get checked in. And once we're checked in, then we have a daddy. Daddy, daddy handles every all the bags. I just have the baby on my front and uh, the backpack, baby backpack on my back. And he handles all the bags. And then we just get to the airport. We're usually annoyed with each other me because i just did eight shows and i'm exhausted and um then i'm barely going to sleep because you still have to pack up the little things and then deal with my kid still waking up when he can and then he's really tired because he's a late sleeper and then getting ready um and my husband because he just thinks i have a lot of stuff and i'm always rushing because i'm at the last minute but i'm like yeah because i'm doing a lot so we two have many arguments so the first parts for the beginning of the travel day is like ah! and then we get to the airport and we're like oh, okay what do we want to eat and then we're good to go till we get to the next city but it is a lot and again my kid even when he's really tired he is the best thing like we've gotten so many um pins from the airlines one airline um the the lady just took our baby she's like i'll take him and she literally took my kid out of my hand and like people just help pack our bags and our stuff on the plane and he is just like an amazing baby everybody's like oh, he's the best baby on the plane and he's really quiet i'm like yeah he's done it before he just sleeps and so he's happy he's talking to people it's mommy and daddy that's usually going crazy but so far so good knock on wood the babies have been traveling okay <laughs> that's so great and we're okay so you have jasmine who's older than than the two babies and so that presents different uh, kinds of challenges, right? Providing um, activities in the car and, and that sort of thing. Yeah, totally. Thank you to the Amazon gods. I'm loaded up with like magnetic puzzles and fidget toys and um, snacks, obviously, all of that. But we can only go, you, you think, you know, it gets easier as they get older. But in my experience, it's the opposite because, you know, my kiddo can't lie down in the car. So um, baby seats stop reclining as soon as you get past infant age so it sucks like you know she might have a little nap here or there but she can't sleep sleep like you know we could do when we had a baby so uh we got to go to get her out of the car every couple of hours so we start at 6 a.m when i say we it's me i'm the only driver i do all the driving so we'll drive for a couple of hours so that um and then we'll try and I try and find playgrounds. So any second, you know, I'm such a boring dressing room mate because I'm always looking at my phone and it's not that I'm scrolling or doing anything. I'm literally doing the tiny little bit of logistic organizing I can do usually for the next strip, which is like finding a playground two hours, then two hours after that, finding somewhere outdoors we can eat that she can run around, then two hours after that. So like Sharon said, a, a six hour drive does turn into more of a nine hour day. And then, um, you know, she, she is aware of time. She's four and a half nearly, sorry, she's nearly five. So you can't, you can't, you can't mess with like the, she, she needs the bedtime routine and the shower and the la 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 because she, 
So it's just, it's, um, yeah, definitely different challenges. She's also super talkative and beautiful. So I have like, she doesn't nap, like it's nine hours of relentless, like I see an airplane and can I have the wiggle song and my tablet stopped working and I need another snack and I'm driving at the same time. So it's, um, you know, I've had my mum over here for a few weeks, which has been so great, but she's elderly and she doesn't, she's Australian, obviously you can hear my voice. So she doesn't feel comfortable driving here and she can't operate um, iPhones or any of that. So I can't, I don't have anyone I can go, Hey, can you look and see where the next gas station? Like it's, it's just, so my, uh, day off is very, very stimulating. And, um, and then I sleep. (laughs) (laughs) I want to, I want to ask you all how you balance your performance, performance life with your family life. When we come back from a short break. we're back. So let's talk about how you manage to keep yourselves healthy and fit to do the show eight times a week, because I know that's a whole nother challenge. And the three of you are amazing and always spot on and um, wonderful performers. So how, how do you manage that? The Lord, because I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I kid you not, my body, uh, Sharon was really, she, you know, we had a couple of texts before, um, and she told me to, I said, I think I was going to take like another few weeks and she was like, take it because your body's going to need it. And, um, my body, cause I had a C-section just like Sharon. So that part, my body is not the same. So it really feels so different vocally. My voice is now starting to be like a real voice. It is a muscle and it was not working and it wasn't easy. I'm now starting to be like, oh, my voice is back. I can do things. That part was really hard. It feels weird moving certain things, you know, my belly. I will forget my postpartum garment underneath a couple of times and I feel my womb like it's going to come out, but it's not, you know, so that part, you know, and I'm tired. I'm moving constantly. And what's crazy is I'm actually now looking forward to the show, even though it physically takes a lot out of me. Sometimes I'm like, I don't know how I did it because I'm literally so exhausted as I'm sitting in the chair. But that is my one time where I'm just like, not technically doing anything, but I am, I'm like getting ready for the show. So I have like 10, 15 minutes a day before I have to start putting on my wigs and and my costume or grab something out of my trunk or whatever. That's the one time I have to relax for real ever in the whole day when I'm getting ready to do the show. And I really still have things to do. And then the show, there are moments where I'm really tired. I may or may not say to James, we're holding hands. I'm like, I'm gonna take a nap, squeeze my hand really hard two seconds before I'm supposed to get up and do a scene because I'm really tired or I'll find myself like yawning and like, I really fell asleep on this plane. Um, so that part is really hard, but the show is something that I know and it's now becoming not as scary um, to get into it and do it. And sometimes I'll be really sad or mad that I'm without my kid or just annoyed with something. And I'll use that energy um, in the show. And I was like, I had a really good show because I was angry. <laughs> it was really good, you know. Um, but my body has been amazing. Um, women, I see women like my husband, everybody laughs at me. If I see a mom, I'm like talking to her because I get it now. Like, I don't understand how we do it because I can't really give you an answer, but it's just amazing. And we're not the only people. Obviously, we all have mothers and women find a way to make it work. We are just 
born to do it, but it's really not easy. Like, it's really hard. Like, I could cry right now. And the cast members, they've seen there be many a circle moments where we come in to do We Are Here, and I'm like, I feel like I'm going to break, and I cannot, and I know you love me and you want to touch me. I can't. I'm just like, it is the hardest thing. It's the best thing because I love my kid, and I love that I can still do what I love, but it's really hard. Um, but I want to honestly say I channel into God. I'll take moments and I'll just, I'll literally say Jesus, Jesus, Jesus for me. Cause that just gets me to like woo and calm. And I'll just be saying that. Or I'll think about my baby. I'll think about his gumless, his teethless, well now two teeth smile. And I'll just forward through or I'll just, just really focus on the show. Cause I cannot think about anything else. Cause I'll cry. So I don't really have an answer and knock on wood has been working out. I made it through, but it is not easy, but it's worth it because I love my show and I love my kid. And I love that my family and my kid and my show are all together. It's been great. I found with a baby, it was actually pretty doable because a baby's nap. So I would use the morning nap to like do a workout and then I'd use the afternoon nap to do admin or emails or just have some downtime or whatever. Now that I have a five-year-old, the trickiest part of my day is there's never ever a passive moment or a moment to myself. So um, the, I would say exercise has been something that has for sure, um, you know, even though I'm very, very well-schooled in like downloading and doing video online and da, 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 it's just really, I, I have a five-year-old who wants to be on me, next to me, doing what I'm doing 24-7. I don't take a poop without her inspecting it. So <laughs> it's really tricky to get um, an opportunity to do, like just, I'm just answering pragmatically about where I fit that workout in. And so my solve has been, that um, I just try and fit in a lot of extra um, activity. So we go to playgrounds every day. We ride our bikes, we scooter, we um, go to children's museums where there's stuff to climb and I'm the parent who is doing it all with her because I am literally just trying to make sure that I am staying fit and healthy. And um, that's the only way I can think right now. I do squeeze it in where I can, but I will be working out for maybe 20 minutes before she's like, Mama, you done now? <laughs> so that's, that's my soul for now. And it's a day-to-day -day thing, like Danielle said, you just, my mom said to me, she said, you just do it when you can. Cool. That's wonderful. Thank you, Sharon. How about you? Yeah, I think um, my goal is like, if I can get to do yoga twice a week, <laughs> then I'm like, this was a great week. Um, whereas before I had a baby, obviously I was doing it way more often, but, um, you know, twice a week feels doable and attainable and even if it's just like doing it on my phone while he's taking a nap, you know, in, in the hotel room, or if it's like, you know, I, I go to find a class in whatever city we're in, if it like lines up with the schedule and the feeding time, which is rare. But um, yeah, I basically just do it on like my time, my shift when Joe is taking care of the baby. And I've also started like sometimes, I think he's starting to be old enough where I kind of want to try to do some yoga with him, you know, like that baby yoga. So I've started doing like, downward dog and playing like peekaboo through my legs with him and like make it part of our playing time and he seems to be enjoying that so I'm going to try to keep like I obviously can't do like a full-on flow with him because I you know like I still have to take care of him but I'm going to try to implement a little bit more and what I have been doing successfully is like a vocal warm-up I've been doing like okay like let's time to it's time to sing together and I'll do like he 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 and like now he does it back to me and it's so cute <laughs> <laughs> I know, I mean, he doesn't always do it to me, but like sometimes I'm like, oh, you're like good singing, good job, you know? <laughs> 
So um, I try to do a little warm up without like making him like be like, what's going on here? You know, like as part of like, we're singing together now. <laughs> I'd love to know if any of you have tips for other moms out there who might be thinking about going on the road with their families. Ricky, you want to start? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm probably, and I know this is not everyone's experience, but I, I'm always the person, the like, I guess the cheeky bear on the shoulder going, just do it. Like it's, in my experience, I toured, well, I started this tour very briefly with a, a 10-month-old who was with the tour until she was 18 months old. So I've done it with baby, toddler, and now with five-year-old. And to be honest, the pros for me have so far outweighed the cons of, in the sense that I don't know too many people who can do um, a job where they get to spend all day with their kid and then go off to work at night for a couple of hours. And yes, it has challenges. Yes, it's it's got, you know, it's a constant logistical juggle, but I think the quality of parenting that I've and presence I've been able to give the two girls that I've had um, in our family. Um, so, side note, our children came to us through the foster care system. So, um, that's why that sounds like that. Um, I, I just I just urge anyone to just to, to do it because there's so much support, particularly if you've got an employer like we have. We've been really lucky with Come From Away. I know that is not the situation for everyone. It, it certainly isn't for so many people I know, but I'm really hoping that what Come From Away have done and how they've handled their working mamas um, and supported us so effortlessly seemingly, I hope that becomes industry standard. And I think by us showing that it's possible, we help other women hopefully open the door and be able to, you know, work and tour and bring their kids on adventures. That's me. Thank you, Sharon. How about you? Yeah, I think there's like a lot of really um, good pros to being on tour with a kid because, you know, I was talking to my mom about how things were going and she was saying like, well, because you can't basically have help or daycare or anything because you're traveling around, your child is like always with either you or, you know, dad. So he's always with one of their parents, which is kind of incredible and invaluable and rare for a, a kid you know our kids almost a year and it and at like any point in his life he's always been with one of his parents um so that's really special and we've had that like this year to really bond together as a family which has been amazing um the way that like i was able to get through it is uh basically planning but that's just my you know i'm very type a so like i have a very thorough spreadsheet and I like get my Airbnbs in advance to make sure they're like set up as best they can be for a kid. Um, you know, like a lot of Airbnbs will have like a high chair or a pack and play or things like that. Um, and I like everything that I have baby wise, I like is basically the travel version of it. So it like folds up flat. Um, so it's easy to travel. And that's why we decided to drive so we could have all of our stuff with us. Um, so I just did like a lot of research like that to just make things easier and you know, we've got this little travel freezer that plugs into the car and then also just plugs into a regular outlet. So like, that's how we're able to tour the breast milk. And then we just plug it into the hotel room or the Airbnb and then we can just plug it into the car. Um, that's been like invaluable. So uh, for me, knowing all these little things, all these little life hacks that were gonna make things easier, put me more at ease and made me feel like, okay, we can do this, you know, so. If, if any listeners out there are considering going out on tour, email me and I'll send you my spreadsheet. <laughs> That's great. Thank you, Sharon. 
Daniil, any tips for any moms out there who want to go on the road with your families? I will co-sign what both of the ladies said. One is, yes, there's going to be a lot of things that's going to make you say this seems impossible, um, but it's not. You just have three examples right here of people who've done it, and um, it can be done. Um, everyone's a little different, and it, just like every kid is different, and even every stage of your kid is going to be different. So there's no real easy answer. Um, you might decide you're driving, you might decide you're flying, you might decide you're doing half and half, you know, it's going to, it's going to change. Just give yourself grace, give yourself grace and know that every opportunity might be a little different and you can get through it. The wonderful thing is that I've noticed in our community, you have Broadway baby mamas, you have friends, you have people, there are people that you can reach out to that can help you. And you might decide, oh, I can do this this time. And then I'll reach out to someone else for that time. There's help, get the help. Um, but it can be done. And it's so important to have this time with your kid and your family and like Sharon said like my husband is here on tour and like he never thought he'd be able to spend this much time with his kid because he'd be home working you know but my kid lights up and follows his dad everywhere he goes in the room and if my husband just says super boy from wherever he is my kid like smiles and so we can never get time like that back and so as hard as it can be what you're gaining for your kid, you can't you can't price that. So you get to do your show, but you get to spend time with your family in a way that you probably couldn't even if you were at home doing the gig that you loved, you know? So this has been kind of priceless. We're getting these amazing memories and we're getting to travel with our family. And I would 100% say, if you can get an opportunity to do it, take it. Even if it's not for you, if it's five months, six months, take it. It's amazing. It's going to be amazing for your kid and for you. Do it. Don't think about it. Do it. <laughs> Thank you all for taking the time today. You are all goddesses. I'm in awe of you, and I love you so much. And I love your families. Thanks, Chris. We love you. We love you, Christine. Thanks. I love you, mamas, too. On stage and the little encouraging pats that we'll give each other when we look at each other, it literally gets me through it. So I'm really glad that we're doing this together, and I'm grateful for you guys, too, for real. No, 100%, Danielle. Couldn't have said it better. Oh, you're going to make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.